thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women, a podcast that provides a platform for women of all walks of life to share their upbringings, life lessons learned, experiences, and journeys to come. Uncommon Women speaks on topics that can relate to all women. We share, we listen, we laugh, we cry, and we empower each other to be the best uncommon woman that they can be. Ultimately, we are cultivating a global movement of women supporting women. Women supporting entrepreneurship, relationships, self-love, and so much more. We inspire each other to make an impact on this world for the better. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Uncommon Women. Now, finally, grab a seat, get comfortable, and hear from your wonderful host, Shanira and Jenny Lee. This is Uncommon Women here. This is Jenny. And I'm Shanira. And we have a great guest speaker this evening by the name of Angela Linhart. And she will be speaking on her testimony and sharing tips on how to help stress. So I'm going to go into her bio. Angela Linhart is a spiritual coach and functional consultant since the death of her mother she has dedicated her time to healing others with 16 years of experience she also has learned to embrace her special gift of connecting with others by sensing their energies and foreseeing future events she helps clients make changes to live life as to the as to their highest potential through the flow of abundance health love and harmony she will be speaking on how to help uh, stress when life gets crazy. Thank you, uh, Angela, for coming on this evening. Thank so, you. How are Thank you doing? You. I'm great. Thank you so much for the invite. You're welcome. I'm glad. To, we're, we are glad to have you this evening. So my question is for you. Can you speak a little bit about your childhood? My childhood? Uh, I... Absolutely. I grew up in Montana, a small town in Montana where I lived on a farm, a wheat farm with cattle and horses. And and I had a brother and uh, parents and it was it, it was it was good. And then uh, at the age of 14, I was a, a foster kid because okay. of the circumstances that had taken place in my life that was beyond my control and beyond my brother's control. And there was a force that just came over me and, and I got into the car one day and, and took my brother and packed him up and just said, we're going to go find a, a new place to live until my, till my, till mom gets better and, and we can figure this, this out. Right. And there was, so I guess it began my intuitive journey and really discovering courage and self-esteem and what it takes to survive from a very young age and that's why i can be i feel very proud to be able to share uh, tips with people today especially with you know individuals that feel stuck in life and you're just bombarded by challenges there is a way and and there there is a way through it but you have to go through it you can't necessarily go around it and that's when you literally take the bull by the horns so that's really how my journey began into discovering, you know, speak, learning how to speak up for myself and, and learning what it, and what it means to, to show up and be courageous in life, because it's, 
it's tough. I mean, especially yeah. in this day and age um, with technology and, and how the world is turning, you have to be able to speak up for yourself and, and, and stand strong in, in faith and conviction of who you are and what you desire out of life. So that's amazing. Uh, what emotions were you going through um, during that time where, you know, you had to, you know, not necessarily, not only take yourself out of the situation, but your brother as well? You know, I, I don't know if I can, I can put myself back in that situation just like that. It's, it's, it's relatively easy. Uh, fear for one thing, you know, like, what are you going to do? I was 14 and I didn't even know how to drive. So I pretty much just stole the car anyway. Um, and so I think fear was the, the, the driving force behind it, but also the, the motivation of, of survival. So those mm -hmm. two things kicked in intermittently and i was able to just uh i guess pull myself together in a way mm -hmm. and ground myself and go we are doing this and we're going here and my journey began when we you know we were driving down the gravel road and my brother looked at me and he goes where are we going and i said i don't know but we're not staying here and i really had no idea where i was going i had no, no clue and i i ended up driving to a house that I had, uh, there was a, a, the town nurse that I knew lived there. And I thought, well, who better to take care of us than, than the nurse? Right. And, and I drove yeah. to her house and I, I got out and I walked to the front door and I just said, hi. I said, you know, my brother and I need a place to live until my mom gets better. Can we live here? That's, that's really what I said. Mm -hmm. And she just says, yes. And here we are. We had our suitcases and we, you know, had a, a place to live, a roof over our head. And, and here I was trying to take care of my brother and be 14 and, and have a life. I don't know. I, I, I really can't even put it into words how, what I was thinking, but I just know that through the, the grace of God, and the you know the holy spirit right you know whether it's my intuition it's it's intuition it's the holy spirit mm -hmm. it's your connecting with your higher self it's all of those eminent forces coming together and moving you in a direction and that's how i live my life mm, that's so powerful that is um but at one point even even as you, you know, you left um, and you were on survival mode at any time through any of that experience, did you feel like, because I know stress causes so much in us that it just makes us want to give up. Did you ever feel like that? Honestly, I mean, there are many times along my journey, even from mm -hmm. where I am today that I've wanted to give right. up. But I know that I'm here for a reason and, and my purpose. So I, I keep checking in with that purpose mm -hmm. and that purpose is what keeps me going it keeps the fire burning but sure uh you know giving up is it, it's it's part of the process of life we it goes it's the ebb and flows of life and it does seem like we have more you know downtimes and uptimes typically so you just mm -hmm. have to be able to ride the wave and that's where you know stepping into your truth and learning how to just take it one step at it like one step at a time you don't even take it one day at a time you break it down and you go into like one step at a time and you take a breath with each step 
and you ask yourself, is everything okay right now? Yes, everything okay right now? Yes. So, you know, you begin to retrain your brain into mm -hmm. how you react with the outside world. And then over time, it's, you know, you begin to hone those intuitive skills. The universe really does guide you. Um, I do believe in the angelic realm. They're very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And when you when you call those higher forces into your life and you just say, God, I need help. Which way to go? You have to be able to settle down and then to listen because that is truly where the wisdom is. The wisdom is within the silence. When you're frantic and going crazy and you're on that crazy train going nowhere fast, you can hear wisdom. That's right. Yeah. You hear the voice of fear and that voice of fear is what takes you further away from your journey and and we then we typically fall into our old behaviors and patterns that don't necessarily feed us in a in, in a healthy way you know we, yeah. we go into that that mode again of deprivation and uh you know hurts and pain and the old stories that continuously repeat themselves so that's where the true growth and transformation comes from is when you can recognize those and go not today you don't and you choose to go the other way and that in itself takes a lot of a lot of determination and courage that makes sense and i think um a lot of people may not realize that quitting is easier than actually just fighting you know pushing through oh yeah quitting <laughs> you know yeah. there have been many times along my journey where uh i've been a life coach a spiritual life coach for over 16 years and I'll tell you what, there have been many times that I've said, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I've written about it in my book. Um, I, I don't I don't want to do this. This isn't for me. I want to go make real money. I want to go, you know, do this. I want to go do that, blah, blah, blah. And God's like, no, you don't. And I pretty much get turned back by my ponytail. <laughs> it's like the, narrow, the path isn't, the path is pretty narrow. Uh, and yes, we all have, you know, free choice and free will, and there are lots of choices we can make, but I, I truly believe that there are a few choices that you can make that are in alignment with who you are. And when you don't make choices that are in alignment with who you are, and they're not part of your, you know, what you should be doing, there are consequences to be. Paid. Right. Oh, and yeah. Consequences mm -hmm. just get steeper and steeper and steeper, the stupider you become. So right. you might yeah. want to figure it out because I've made a lot of those mistakes. I totally agree. Yeah. So let's jump into that. How did you get into your passion and your calling? Because I was forced into it. It wasn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. I, I would. I didn't aspire to be a, a coach or intuitive from a young age. You know, it was right after my mom passed away. So she she died when I was twenty four. Okay, and it was just out of the blue and and one night I called her on my way home from work because see I did go to college to go into the financial I was thinking about becoming a financial analysis or uh, you know investments or something something along those lines so I have my business management and finance degree and then my mom passed away shortly after I graduated from college so I called her one day on the phone and I said where are you going or she's I said what are you doing she goes oh, I'm getting ready to go and I said well where are you going she goes well, I'm going home with the angels. And I said, 
mom, are you crazy? You know, I, I didn't know what to think about it. And I said, are you, are you drinking? What, mm -hmm. What's your issue? You know, because I, I was thinking that this is going to be another reenactment of what happened when I was 14 years old. Mm. And she said, uh, no, she says, uh, you're fine. Your brother's fine. And I'm just getting ready to go. And I said, what? And she goes, I'll see you again someday. And she just hangs up the phone on. She goes, I love you. And I'll see you again someday. And, wow. on me. and I call her back immediately. Cause I wanted to yell at her, you know, like, what are you doing? You're completely crazy. And she didn't answer the phone and she didn't answer the phone. And I got, I, when I got home that afternoon, I was married at the time. And I said, my mom was acting so strange. And, and he says, well, what was she doing? He says, well, she said that she was going to get ready to go home with the angels. And what does that even mean? I had no idea what that even really meant. And he said, oh, well, maybe she was just, you know, having a day, whatever. And I said, okay, well, the following morning, I get up super early, like 5.36, and I just go sit in the dining room in the dark. And my husband follows me in the dining room, and he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm waiting. And he goes, what are you waiting for? And I said, I don't know. And then my phone rang about five minutes later, and it was my aunt calling to tell me that my mom had passed away in her sleep. Wow. And there was no drugs or alcohol involved. She didn't commit suicide. There wasn't any of that. She just knew that her time on this physical plane was up and she wow. given you know she gave me the warning and and then my life changed and that after that after that experience you know then i began to ask myself what is this life truly about because here i was all about you know making money and chasing this and chasing this, the shiny articles and the things and and all the stuff that make you appear to be successful when I realized that wasn't the meaning of success. That wasn't mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. we're here to do. Yeah. It's here to serve. It's here to live from a deeper place within our own heart and soul and to connect yes. with our soul and mm -hmm. to live from that authentic, um, you know, being authentic and, and being real for crying out loud, just be real. Yeah. And, and then I began to study the mind, the body and the spirit and how it's so interrelated and that's how I became who I am today. So. Wow. Wow. That's amazing how that all came together for you. Yeah. It, well, yeah. it, you know, it didn't, it just didn't like come together. Well, I know. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how God putting the pieces together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a storm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now looking back, I can say, Oh my God, you know, I could see where this, this connected to this dot, to this dot, to this dot. Yeah. But when you're in the middle of it and it feels like a complete train wreck, it's right. really difficult to see your way through it. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's so helpful to have people that are neutral, that, you know, that aren't invested in your story, that aren't going to allow you to play the victim mm -hmm. over and over again, because that's the only way you're going to get out of it and to stop doing it is if you have somebody that kind of gives you that kick in the butt and brings some reality to your world. And say, yes, what are you speaking? Yeah. What are you thinking? What are you doing? <laughs> because you're creating it. So stop it. And that's thank goodness. I had people that have intervened in my life and said, you know, you know, kind of shook me up a little bit and posed those questions like, you know, what, what are you doing and why do you keep sabotaging yourself? And then that's when the game. Mm. Yeah. 
So I think, you know, we, we end up sabotaging ourselves and we don't even realize that we're doing it because it's so unconscious. And maybe we're used to doing that because we're used to, you know, playing whatever role in this world that, that we've become accustomed to, but it truly isn't serving us. But on some level it was back in the day because it was probably a survival technique that we learned. But okay. if, I, if I continued doing what I did back when I was 14, as far as survival, I would have blown up my life again. You know, I mm. wouldn't be who I am today and yeah. the things that I have and, and have the inner peace and freedom that I do. If I would have remained in that same mindset that I did years and years and years. Yeah. Prior. So, yeah, that's why, you know, having somebody that, can ask you important questions that can ask you soul filled questions and give you some guidance, some straightforward guidance is so essential to success, success. But at the end of the day, I think it's inner peace and freedom that we all desire and want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So can you share um, to those who haven't found their gift or passion, what can they do or and how can they embrace it? Well, I, I think that I think that everybody here, everybody that is walking the face of this earth has a gift and a passion that they need to share with the world. You are born with a gift. But yes. it does, it, yeah. You mm -hmm. are. Everybody is. And you say, well, there isn't anything that I really like to do. But bull crap. You just haven't done enough things <laughs> yet. You know, you have to be willing to go out on an edge and fail. You know, how many times have I failed? I've tried practically every musical instrument, every dance, you know, every dance step, right. you know, whatever it has been, karate, taekwondo, you know, whatever it is to find what I'm good at. And, you know, it's, uh, so it's, it's like going back into your life, I think, and I'm super passionate about animals, it, horses in particular, but I, I grew up with horses. So those have always been that consistent thing in my life. Granted, they weren't in my world in my teens, but, you know, when I was young and then I've had trigger my horse for the last 26 years. So he's been very consistent in my life. And I'm super passionate about animals and I am intuitive. So that's how, you know, my second book was born. But I think it is, you know, thinking back to what are the things that you truly enjoy? Do you like to mm -hmm. ice skate? Do you like to read? Do you like to write? Mm -hmm. Do you like to draw? Maybe you're a numbers person. I'm not a numbers person. I'm not a plumber. I don't know how to build things. You don't want me to build anything to do with your house. Yeah. Um, so I know that those are my gifts. But if you think about it, what are the things that you enjoy doing? And that is the way that the universe says, okay, this is a gift. How can now you put that into play where you can use it to either motivate people? Maybe you, maybe you want to make a career out of it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to keep it just for an extracurricular activity. Mm -hmm. you know, how do you then want to utilize it? But right. your, those gifts and... I think bring your spirit, your inner spirit joy, that childlike part inside of us that we've have got to feed. I don't care how old you are. If you're 10 or if you're 110, you still have got to feed that inner spirit, your yeah. inner child. Yeah. That, those are the things that make us happy. 
actually it, it goes deeper than that it isn't about being happy it's about bringing you joy mm. so you do those things that bring you joy and then you can do the necessary mundane things like you know go to work you can clean your house you can you know do this you can do do that whatever it is but as long as you feed that inner spirit and you know where that outlet is that you're happy in then you can balance it out you know it's always about balancing i mean right later you got to clean your house you got to do your work you have to do all the <laughs> stuff you got to pay your bills you know but it's like that's the balance that yeah. we seek i like that so how can you how can I, how can women and men how can we balance everything out and also handle stress <laughs> is that a possibility? <laughs> I think I think I think balance comes and goes in, in each moment, right? But what you can learn how to balance are your emotions. Okay. And not to be driven by your emotions because emotions mm -hmm. can get crazy and they don't always make sense. And emotions are often driven from fear and old stories again, right? Right. So you have to first be able to recognize what emotion is showing up. Is it anger? Is it resentment? Is it guilt? Is it sadness? Is it happiness? You know, you have to be able to recognize that. And then you have to embrace it for what it is. I mean, if it's anger, then you have to not act like a, a jerk and go out there and hit things and start spouting mm -hmm. your mouth off. You have to, you have to pull yourself back and go, and then this is where you ask yourself, what am I angry about? Mm. You know, you close your eyes, you go in word and say, what am I so angry about? And if you sit with yourself long enough, if you're able to do that, you will find the answer. You could say it, it might take a while. It might take a little bit. You know, you might go, I'm angry because you know, it rained today. It could be as, silly as that but it's mm -hmm. just your trigger right into something deeper and so you 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 don't allow your life to be led by your emotions yeah and when their emotions do come up you just realize that it's again it's the ebb and the flow it's it's the roller coaster ride we're always on the roller coaster ride as long as we're having a human experience we're going to be on the roller coaster ride that is if you're out there living you know if you're out there going full bore and you're trying different things to discover your passion, right? So that's going back to how do you discover your passion and your gifts? Try things, Try. be willing to fail. My advice right. is willing to fail over and over and over again. And whoever says, you know, it, and believe me, there are plenty of people along my path that says, well, why are you gonna do that? Because, and the answer is, because I want to. That's why, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Because I want to, and period, you know, it, you don't have to go into some long, elaborate explanation about why you want to do something. You know, uh, you know, before I had written my first book, oh my goodness, you know, people are like, well, you're not a writer, you're not this, you're not that. And I'm like, yeah, and I don't care. You know, pretty soon you just have to tell me to shut up. You just shut right, up. right. And you just keep going because your soul is between you and your soul and God. That's mm -hmm. the path that you're on. And only you and God really know what that path is about. And it's nobody mm -hmm. else's business. You don't know so, anyone else's explanation. No, That's right. No, <laughs> no, no is a complete sentence. And go away is one as well. So, yeah. yeah, you know, so it is, 
it's that is where though the inner power and that confidence come into play and not allowing your emotions to to take over your life and be all consuming because that will lead you into disasters such as yeah. mm -hmm. crappy relationships and relationships with those that don't necessarily have your best interests involved you know true mm -hmm. so you got to be really aware of that especially in this day and age you got to be able to see through that the you know the sheep's clothing yeah <laughs> you do. I agree. and i'm sorry but that's the outright truth and so that's where you have to really know yourself and understand your boundaries understand where you're coming from embrace mm -hmm. those things and then you when you feel okay i'm going to go do this i'm going to go do that i'm going to go involve myself in this relationship you can stand in your power and at any time mm -hmm. you can turn around and walk the other way because you go you know what this doesn't serve me and then yes. when you find yourself in a situation with a narcissist or a sociopath because we've all encountered those they're out there absolutely yeah. nope. and, you know, they're, they're, just, they're out there they're out there they'll find you Sooner or later, they'll find you. Uh, even those of us that have studied spirituality and and you know the mind body connection, psychology, all that. Oh, believe me, they're. I think they're even more stuck to us. <laughs> and you just go, no, no. I agree. Not work. <laughs> not work on my little island and my mm -hmm. island. I'm mm -hmm. gonna kick you off, and so right. they just kick them off. So, and that's done you know i feel very passionate about taking care of your responsibilities so you know each I, children are responsibilities and your animals are responsibilities and yourself as a responsibility you yes. take care of your kids you take care of your animals you take care of yourself and your relationships you know what if you're in a relationship with a grown man or a grown woman they should be able to handle themselves as well no absolutely. i agree you, know, you don't need to be raising if you only have two kids you don't need to be raising the third one and the third Amen one the yes that is so true no you can't raise you can't raise no man you can't raise no man don't be raising a grown woman either so, yes there you go yep mm -hmm. you should figure yourself out out before you come over here to this party yeah, right. <laughs> gotta be whole, <laughs> <laughs> or at least trying to make yourself that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Angela, can you um, give us some tips on how we can dig deep into loving ourselves? Uh, again, go back to what makes, what brings you joy. What, what are the things that bring you joy? Do something like. Do something for yourself a little bit each day. And if you say you don't have two minutes for yourself or five minutes to yourself, you're too busy. You, mm -hmm. you've got, you've, you've, you've clearly need to understand time management because, mm, no. you know, get up two minutes early, five minutes early, 10 minutes early and go meditate, go lay on the floor. You know, I didn't get to this place because life has been easy. I was kind of a homeless chick for about seven years. Mm -hmm. So I- You know the show. <laughs> I understand what it feels like to be uncomfortable and to find peace and serenity when the world is one big mess. When my world was one big mess, how do you find peace? So I would have to, you know, 
set my car. I would have to go lay on the floor. So you do those simple things that bring you joy. I like peace mm. and quiet. So that brings me joy. Maybe it's, you know, listening to your favorite music 10 minutes or 30 minutes every day, or maybe it's doing yoga or maybe it's going to the gym or cooking food, you know, whatever it is, but do something every day that feeds your inner spirit, that feeds your inner child, that makes you happy. So when mm. you go to the mirror, so this is this is a challenge that I that I give everybody that comes into my office. Go to the mirror, look into your eyes, and say, "I love you," and then give yourself the Buddha smile. And that's the Buddha smile. Like you pull your eyes down, your lips up, and you give yourself the Buddha smile because what your inner spirit really needs is for you to recognize yourself, to appreciate yourself, and to love yourself. Once you do that, you can you can get the you can you can overcome a lot of things because that's where you regain that self-confidence and yeah. inner power. And you, who cares what the world is doing? You know what? It, as long as you're a good person, you keep showing up and you're authentic and real and, and you got a strong faith going on. Uh, <laughs> you can, you, you're you can guided. It's going to be okay. Mm, I like that. So yeah. what inspires you? Where, where do you get, your inspiration from you know especially no. hearing everything that you've been through i love yoga so i go to yoga five times a week and that oh. that i make that a priority and i realize that that it can't be in everybody's life because they have kids and they have other responsibilities so i don't have children i have a horse so my horse is my responsibility so i go to the barn every day that's your baby, baby. <laughs> yeah whoever said that i i needed a two-legged one I'm like, <laughs> you know or i can just find they're expensive too right yeah. just saying, oh my gosh, I, just I, saying. I could have said triggered a harvard back like four times so far and so yeah they're expensive and if you take care of them yeah the bills rack yeah you know? and, and they don't talk back so that's the great right that's the good thing about own, uh, having a, an animal but they're that's stubborn right. they may not talk back but they have their stubborn yeah yeah you, you know what oh, yes. yes. they can be stubborn he's okay he's got an attitude that's and, what i'm saying yeah and and when he doesn't want to walk he'll stand there and bring right himself. oh my goodness they're oh, yeah. talking we just don't know what they're saying. <laughs> oh, I know what he's saying. He's like, I'm not going that way. You're crazy. I'm not going that direction. So I, you know, I, I go out to the barn. I, I love playing in the dirt. So I don't mind shoveling horse manure. I don't, I don't mind, you know, you know, shuffling hay around or stacking bales, uh, all that stuff. So I like, I like physical labor. I think physical mm -hmm. labor is actually very therapeutic to get mm -hmm. your hands dirty and to be outside in mother nature. She's ultimately, I think the best teacher go outside and listen to the stream, uh, yes. go look at the stars, mm -hmm. you know, the full moon is a great communicator. You know, it's uh yin yin energy. You know, if you want to nurture and love self, learn to self love, be around that nurturing yin energy and begin to fill yourself up that way from mother earth you know yeah very very powerful that's a great way to self-love um so i'm very simple i i enjoy the simple things you know going to the barn yoga my peace and quiet that's and then i can do my work i whether it's coaching 
people or speaking or writing the next book. But that that balances me out a little bit. Mm. And spending time with friends. Uh, I have amazing group of a tribe of friends okay. that I spend time with and not every day. I don't, I'm not one of those friends that you call every <laughs> single day because I just, I'm not available. I If you're that needy, I can't handle you that needy either. So, you know, I just, it's just the way it is. I was born this way. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's it's it's who I am, but I ultimately I love I love helping people. I love helping them navigate their way through life through challenges, and especially those that feel like you know, oh my God, life's never gonna be better. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. But we gotta change a few things. You know, you gotta you gotta work on the karma a little bit because that's part of it. You gotta work mm -hmm. on your mindset. You gotta work on your mouth, and you gotta work on what you're focusing on. Right. And, Mm -hmm. It's all, it's all a step. It's a one step at a time. And after a while it begins to accumulate and then you go, you can look back and go, wow, I've come a long ways. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. But you don't realize that when you're in the middle of it. Right. Nope. <laughs> That's a good point. I like yeah. that. That's a good point. So yeah. So definitely yeah. So do those things that nurture for self-love you know, ask yourself, what brings me the most joy and go do that, whether it's one minute a day, 10 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, whatever it is, and make time for yourself. Because when you don't make time for yourself, I think ultimately you're telling yourself that you're not important. Mm. And when you tell yourself you're not important and that you're not on the priority list, your inner spirit is not happy. Mm -hmm. and, and you want your inner spirit to be happy because that's your creativity and that's your imagination. And yeah. that's your energy. So that's why you got to keep her, little her, a little him really, really happy because that is your vision. That's why we're here to step up and live our visions. I agree. And when you don't take out that time to basically tell yourself that you're important, you also uh, open a door for other realms to come in to show you who you are Absolutely. or try to tell you how to, how to live your life. And yeah. when you fall into certain situations where you shouldn't be. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I've been in those ones too. And and that's where you've got to put your, you've got to just, you know, boundaries, having solid boundaries is so important mm -hmm. uh, because that is what you let into your world. And right. a bad behavior doesn't work for me. So I don't care who you are, whether it's a girlfriend or a, a boyfriend or mm -hmm. even relationships with, with clients or, you know, tr trigger is probably the only ones allowed to have a bad, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you know, right. he's my fur baby, but you know, as, you know, people, you know, your children are going to have right. bad days, right? Mm -hmm. So you allow yeah. for that, but I don't allow for uh back talk from too many. Too many and adults. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> you know, I think once you've been through so much and you understand who you are and you, you, you know, none of us are perfect. Oh my God. Right. You know, we're, we're always, we're always making, if you're, we're human, we're making mistakes on a right. daily basis. Right. And so you got to ultimately give yourself a lot of forgiveness every single day. You know, yep. that's, that's where you can start with self-love is forgiveness. At the end of the day, go, you know what? I could have done better over here. I could have done better over here. I, sh I shouldn't have burnt this. I shouldn't have, you know, 
talk back to this person. I could have handled this situation better. But, you know, at that moment in time, you probably act acted according to your level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And when you can go back and reflect on that, you can go, you know what, I could have, I could have changed my reaction. And that is where the transformation begins. That's where the change begins. And ultimately that's self-love because mm -hmm. then you recognize that and you go, I don't want to be that person anymore. I right. want to do this. And then when you change your behavior, that's how you change your life. Mm. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So since you've mentioned uh, your book, so can you tell us about your book and share your business? Sure, I'd love to. Thank you. Uh, my, my book, A Charm Journey, which is available on Amazon. That is my memoir. That's okay. Much awesome. Why I am who I am today. It starts with my journey as a foster kid. And when I started this book, you know, I was so right before I began writing this book, I wasn't being real. I wasn't being honest with myself. And mm -hmm. I was in a relationship with someone who clearly, you know, sucked my soul and drained me on every level, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and financially. And I remember I, you know, I didn't, I didn't pray. I didn't meditate. I didn't know who I was. I, I didn't even recognize myself. And one day as I was walking to the bathtub, I look into the mirror and I go, who is that girl? I didn't recognize myself. So I get into the tub and I'm sitting there and I kid you not, a force bigger than me literally forced me out of the tub. And I ended up wrapping a towel around my body, a towel around my head. And I walked up to this, up the stairs and I looked at my boyfriend at the time and I said, I'm leaving. And he goes, where are you going? And I said, I don't know, but I ain't staying here. And those were the same things that I said to my mom when I was 14. So I just knew that order, in order for me to survive and to become that next version of myself, I needed to leave this relationship because it was toxic. And he said, and he said, he goes, well, I've only left you with 10 bucks to your name. And I said, 10 bucks is, I said, my soul's worth more than 10 bucks. I said, Ooh, I said, that's fine. That. I, that's fine. I said, I'll just pack my car. And I took, I didn't have any, you know, the only animals that I had left, I waited until all my animals had passed was my horse. And so I only had myself to take care of. And I packed my car and I didn't know where I was going. And I was mad. I was mad at God. I was mad at life. I was mad at myself. Uh, all of it. Because here I was some great life coach, but now I had to actually apply the wisdom to my own life. Mm -hmm. I've been telling people what to do forever, but I hadn't had to truly apply it. Now I had to apply it. So I get into my car and I didn't know where I was going to go. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go live in the park because it can't be that bad. You know, I'll go be a homeless person. I had a tent and it was some, it was like summer, fall, I think. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go live in the park. And I remember I started driving to the park and I was so mad. I was crying having a temper tantrum and I pull over this to the side of the road and I literally started beating my steering wheel and I said God I can't believe you did this to me you forgot who I you for you know you've forgotten all about me and why do I have to go through all this and I was crying and crying and crying and then pretty soon I stopped and when I 
tell you that the still small voice came through my car. That's exactly what it was, the still small voice. Mm. And it came through the, my back window and I was completely calm. And I started my car and I drove to a house. Mm. And I didn't know where I was driving. The same situation that I did back when I was 14. And I remember I drove to a house and I was a little out of my mind at the time. So I don't know exactly how I made it safely, but right. I got out of my car. I walked to the front door and it was my very first client that I had in my life that said, if I ever needed a place to stay, I was welcome in her home. And that's where God had literally drove me. Wow. wow. And that's how my book came about. Wow. So I laid in bed. And so her name was Noreen. And she says, you're always welcome in our home. And I remember I laid on the bed and I said, okay, God, I will do whatever it takes to change my life. Tell me what I need to do. And I will listen. Now I will listen and do it. And I was given instructions. And, I was, and, and it, it came, it came to me like a, a lead brick. And I just, and it, I had to, you know, First of all, I had to take responsibility for my life. I had to recognize every role that I was playing in my relationships, all of them. I couldn't leave out any of them. So because we're all playing a role in our life, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're playing yeah. the role of a victim, a saboteur, the, the you know, conqueror, whatever it is, you got to understand how you are feeding that relationship. Right. You know, the, the second thing was, uh, take responsibility. I had to, I had to really, you know, hold myself accountable as well. I had to discipline myself. I couldn't, I couldn't allow myself to, to no longer feed those emotions that were allowing me to get carried away with whatever situation was just showing up. I had to truly, you know, discipline myself and learn how to discipline my mind. So that was, that was the second thing. And then I had to be grateful. You know, I had to be grateful for every single thing. And that included the situation that I was in at that current moment when I was completely homeless with 10 bucks to my name. How do you find gratitude in that? Come on. It was hard. <laughs> it was really hard. But I, I knew that if I was angry or resentful or, or allowed fear to overwhelm me, that was going to continue feeding that, that part of the journey. And I had to change that. So I just said, okay, I will do whatever it takes. And then the fourth thing was, is that I had to write about it. And then that's how the, that's why Charm Journey. Wow, that's amazing. So I thought this is how I'm going to help people change their lives because I'm going to change my own. And it, it was the, I'll be honest, the writing process was, I didn't know how to write a book. So, I, you know. I had, I didn't even have a clue. I had no idea even what an editor was for. I didn't know how to find a publisher. I didn't know anything. I just opened up my computer one day and I just started typing. And when I was finished, I just said, okay, God, what do I do next? And then that's when the next step led to the next step, next to the left, next to the next step. And then Wayne Dyer actually ended up endorsing it because no. I prayed I right. about it. And I said, okay, God, if I do this, I need somebody to prove that I'm not crazy because I, you would, you would probably think I had three heads, but uh, I remember a couple, I sent Wayne Dyer the, the book, um, one of the first printed copies. And within two weeks, he sent me an email and he said, here's your, here's your endorsement. Now go out there and set the world on fire. 
And that's how I began. Yeah. To, that's how I began to change my world. So it, it's through podcasts and and being asked to speak at certain events that my book has spread worldwide. And I'm a self-published author, so I couldn't even find that's a publisher really to pick myself up. Wow. Yeah. Because. It, it was too, I don't know, it was too out there. I don't know why. And and who cares? Because now I own the rights to it. So, right. You know, wow. If anybody says you can't write your, you know, you can't self publish your book, you can't be self, you know, successful with a self published book, my answer is yes, you can, you mm -hmm. know, and good for you if you have to self publish it because that means you just get to work a little bit harder, but you get to reap the rewards as well. Amen. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Mm -hmm. That just gave me chills, that whole situation. <laughs> I just love how that was dope. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I love it. It just it goes to show how powerful God was in your life and and what he has done to just bring you up, you know, where he wants you to be at. Right. And, yeah. yeah I, and I've also wanted to be there as well. You know, I've also wanted to heal. You've got to want to heal. Um, and God helps you heal. God, I right. mean, absolutely. It's the power of God. It's the power of mm -hmm. Jesus that comes sure through you. It helps you heal. Anyway. Uh, because we're not strong enough. I don't think that we're strong enough to heal ourselves. I mean, we, you have to use, no. we are, but you have to use God to, to heal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't I don't want to get into a religious thing about this, but right. I'm the only the only way that I, the only place the reason why I'm here today is only because the grace of God. And it isn't because I knew anybody. It isn't because I had any money to to pay my way there. It wasn't because I got any special perks along the way. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I had to start over. I've had to start over a couple times from bare bones, and now I'm just I make better choices. That's true. And I think it also takes, you know, time to actually just listen and sit. And if yeah. you're moving around and doing so much things, you may miss your, not necessarily your calling, but you may miss the moment when he's trying to speak to you at, at, at the worst time of your life. Absolutely. And I think those yeah. you were in the, when you were in the, the bathtub, that played the part where he was able to come in. Absolutely. Yep. Because I was, yeah. yeah, I mean, because I wasn't doing anything, I was stuck in the tub, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I needed to force out when I was having a temper tantrum in my car. I was, I, I was a little bit out of control. I was a little mm -hmm. bad, you know. Um, and again, I had to, like the force came through me where it just calmed me down, and I, I just stopped crying, and I don't. I don't even know how it happened. And then mm -hmm. how I drove to that house, I have no idea how it happened. And I have no idea how I even just started writing my book. I just opened up the computer and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do exactly what I'm told. <laughs> and that's the way, that's the way it has been. But again, I had to look back. I had to go back into my life and heal from being 14 on because I was repeating that cycle. So that's right. the point that I wanted to share is that yeah. I was doing the same thing when I was 14 as I was doing when I was 30. So mm -hmm. that is how powerful our behaviors and patterns and survival is in our life if we don't recognize it and heal it. Yeah. Because I was in a relationship very similar to one when I was with my mother. Mm -hmm. 
So I got a replay. It, it, I hit the re the replay button. And didn't even know it until you came into realization. Mm -hmm. That's Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go through that. Like a lot of the things that we have in regards to our foundation molds us into who we are. And, and we don't take time to just sit back and be like, okay, this is a pattern. Yeah, that's, that's the gift. You have to you have to recognize that that is a pattern. That is part of your life and not accept not accepting it or feeling guilty about it or mm -hmm. abandoning abandoning yourself, you know, in it. I mean, I've been doing this work for a long time. I've heard a lot of stories and they break my heart. And I sometimes I don't know how some some heal. But I have seen miracles happen. I'm a firm believer in miracles. And that's where you really just go, you know what, God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I'm just going to trust and I'm going to open my heart. I'm just going to allow for a healing to take place. I don't know where to begin. And the thing is, is that you don't know exactly, you don't have to know what step to take, but you just have to walk to the door and you have to open, open your heart and just say, okay, I'm willing to do what it takes to heal and then and then you and then you're moving forward and then god will work but you have to be willing to walk to the door yeah, open sure your heart and say, i need to i need this to change that's good that's yeah. so good so is there anything that you would like to share that we didn't cover or anything that you would like to let our viewers know Mm, I would say that you have one life to live one you get one shot at it so give it all that you got and do not you know just become very conscious of what you're doing and the people that you surround yourself by is who you become so put yourself in good environments um you have to deliberately put yourself in good environments and you know, recognize what you're doing, how you are contributing to your own life, what role you're playing in your own life and be willing to change and go into that deep, deep level of self-love because you are worth it. Everybody mm -hmm. is worth it. You are worth love. Yeah. And we find ourselves in situations, even, you know, dates back to parents when somehow we don't believe that we're worth it because, you know, our parents weren't around or they abandoned us. You know, I was mm -hmm. a foster kid, so I had to deal with abandonment. You know, we all have our issues. I don't think there are yeah. any of us that don't have an issue. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But you just yeah. have to embrace the issue and it's part of who you are. And then you love that part of yourself. I mean, I know it sounds freakish, but that's again, mm -hmm. you go to the mirror, you say, I love you. Give yourself a, a hug and go, it's gonna be me you know me and you what you're saying like me and your inner child and heal from there and it's amazing how the universe will begin to pull your life together in ways way beyond your imagination but if you, as soon as you start to think that it can't happen you've just limited yourself so you have to keep your mind open to, to all possibilities because truly anything is possible with god amen amen to that mm-hmm so I guess that was my my words of wisdom. Go, like go live your life. Go live your life and don't allow other people to live it for you. Come on. <laughs> Give out those golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So I guess if anyone wanted to work with me, I have a website. It's AngelaLenhart.com. So I'm easy to find. Uh, I have YouTube videos. I have Instagram page. I have LinkedIn. I have Facebook. So I my content is, is out there. I write a lot of blogs. They're all located on my website as well. Um, I teach classes. Um, there's also, uh, I, I prayed about this. I created a, a miracle a miracle um, workshop like mm -hmm. that you could download mm -hmm. from my website. It's only four. It's forty dollars. Mm -hmm. I put in my heart and soul into creating this, and it's like homework. And I, you get a video, so I show up in a video <laughs> in your house, and I'm gonna. I talk you through things. I give mm -hmm. you homework so that you can begin to address your life, your issues from a deeper level, from as if I was sitting in front of you to help you get on your path and what your purpose is and how to experience uh, whatever it is that you desire in this life. So I made that available to anyone who wants it. So I, you know, and then if you want a personal session or attend an online workshop, just send me an email. That's amazing. I love the work that you're doing for the community um, and just helping others get into their passion. Um, you have so much tools and then you succeeding with your book that's published by yourself like yeah accomplishments so, are you know i i had to cross quite a few quite a few hurdles to publish this book in my second book trigger the wonder horse uh and both of these are god books so i think that we all know that whenever we put put god word out there right it, it just brings another level of determination into the picture mm -hmm. and i yeah right it sure does yes it does I, I i kid you not right after i uh had written the trigger book and i had only saved it on my computer i hadn't downloaded it into the icloud mm -hmm. yeah so it was on my computer so one morning i wake up and my message was are there any emails that you need? And I said, no. And then the next message was, did you save the trigger book on the cloud? And I said, no. So that morning I saved it onto the cloud and that afternoon my computer got stolen. Wow. Yes, yes, they stole it out of my car and left my bag, the computer bag in my car. Whoever it was stole my computer. But I saved my book on the cloud. cloud. See? Wow. My, it was, it's that was divine. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> so so I was, was like, don't screw with me. I know that's right. Don't screw with me. I'm going to get behind me. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. there is one thing that we ask all of our guest speakers before we close out, and that is what makes you uncommon. <laughs> I don't know. I, we're all uncommon. I don't know. I have a big mouth. My mom used to say, my mom used to say, your boss gonna get you in trouble someday. And it has. It's gotten me in a lot of trouble. But it, it's gotten me a lot of great places as well. So one thing that is uncommon is that I speak up and I'm not afraid to, you know, call it out and right. call it like it is. And let's move up, let's move forward, but let's be honest. I like that. So you're, you're all with it. You no filter. <laughs> you say what's in your mind. I go for it. I'm going to take that leap of faith. You know, I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people that look back and go, I wish I would have, could have, should have. Mm -hmm. um, I might as well jump yeah. and, 
Uh, hopefully a net catches me. I mean, I've, I've hit the ground a few times. Um, <laughs> it seems like I've bounced. Bounce back, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but, thank yeah. you so much, Angela. Thank you for sharing your wonderful testimony. And thank you for what you're doing for the community as well as those that's um, going through something or just, just needs a another source of empowerment. You know, I think your uh, testimony would definitely help those that's listened. Um, I witnessed in some of the things that you talked about in regards to leadership and going through stuff with relationships. So I, I definitely say that I could witness to that. Um, so that was definitely powerful on my behalf. Uh, thank you, viewers, for tuning in to Uncommon yeah. Women. Uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Our next episode will be September 23rd at 7 p.m. Um, if you have any topics, questions, or would like us to discuss anything, uh, you can reach us on our email at uncommonwomenpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our website, uncommonwomen.net, where we have our self-love apparel. And if you're also interested in being a guest speaker, you're more than welcome to go on our website to uh, sign up for that as well. So again, thank you viewers for joining us. And thank you, Angela, for coming on the platform today. And viewers, please remember to stay uncommon.